This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, let's dive right into the Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Christopher Tubbs is producing full show again, full show tomorrow. We're into full shows, baby. That's what we do. Plenty of things to discuss and break down over the course of three hours, and I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, Guests on tonight's program include uh, legendary gopher running back Daryl Thompson. We'll talk some gopher football at 7.05 and also a big Boulder Options event that he has going on this coming Thursday. So we'll talk to Daryl Thompson about that. Uh, the NHL, they kick off tonight. Uh, not the Wild. The Wild are not in action. But nonetheless, we're going to talk NHL hockey with Jesse Pierce from the Bar Down Beauties podcast and NHL.com. She's going to join us at 7.30. And then at 8.05, we'll talk to Marcus Fuller from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Today was Big Ten Media Day. Uh, on the basketball side of things, so we will uh, we'll check in with Marcus Fuller and uh, get into maybe some some controversy, uh, maybe a couple of controversial things that were said uh, with Marcus Fuller here at eight oh five. But before we get into specifically some sports items starting in the next segment, there's something that I want to tell everyone out there, and I just hope that you. Regardless of whether you love a lot of my takes, hate a lot of my takes, whatever, I say this for everybody out there listening, that I want you to, in this specific moment, if you can, take a deep breath and remind yourself that in this moment that you love yourself. And I I say that because of something that occurred yesterday. So I had a a board meeting, okay? I sit on a board, actually a couple of them. And in the board meeting, one of the things that we did in on this specific day is we did just a, a check-in. And so the person leading the meeting wanted us to kind of check in. And with the check-in part of it, it's kind of just, you know, how you doing? Where you're at? You know, t- talk about how you're feeling, you know, right now in your life. And I offered up, I think I, either I was first or maybe at the very least second person up. I said, I got to be honest with you guys. In this specific moment, um, I'm stressed. I got a lot going on. There's a lot of things that um, that I'm trying to get accomplished in my life. And there's there's been some obstacles there's been a little bit of adversity, um, not like I can't breathe or not like um, my life is terrible because my life is great, but just that maybe the, the last month or so hasn't been the smoothest, 
there's been a few things to try to like navigate, but better days are ahead. But yeah, I feel a little bit stressed, right? You think about the headlines that we see every single day. You turn on the television and you see things that you just wish you didn't see, whether it's the war in Ukraine that's going on still. And just a lot of stuff, right? After I put that on the table, every single person on the board and in the meeting said, wow. I have to echo what Lake is saying. I feel an extreme amount of stress, too. And this for various different reasons, right? Everybody's different. Some people have work stress. Some people have just everyday relationship, marriage, family stress, whatever the case may be, because we all have stuff. So I mention this because I want everybody out there listening to understand that we all have stuff. And that when I mentioned that yesterday, it just became a theme in in terms of with our check-in. That, you know what, a lot of us, man, we're we're stressed out right now. For whatever reason. We hear every day the headlines about people working and they're not able to pay their bills. What was the headline last week? Well, we're probably going to see gas prices rocket up. So all of that stuff, how does it impact us? In a lot of ways. We are impacted financially because the economy still isn't, you know, great. Some people haven't really settled back into the job scene. So there's a lot of stuff. But to try to navigate all of this, one of the things that you hope happens, and this isn't just a Henry Lake thing or Christopher Tubbs thing, this is an all of us thing, is that you hope that everybody out there is emotionally going to be okay. Because when you start looking around, Chris, at our lives on a day-to-day, if I get a ticket, a parking ticket for my car, I'll pay it. Mm -hmm. Life will move on. If I want to go to a concert and the concert sold out, well, I just missed out on the concert. If I go and get gas... And you know what? It's a little bit higher today than it was yesterday. You know what? Hopefully, I'll be able to fill my tank. There's a lot of things that we can navigate and work with and work through. But if you are an emotional train wreck, that's really hard to battle through. Yeah, it is because we've all got something. Everybody's got something. And that's why I think it's more important now than in any time prior that we do just try and have sympathy for everybody else because there there are stresses from, you know, maybe you need gas and you can't afford the gas 
or you you know maybe you got car trouble maybe you got car trouble and you, you know? can you know and it, it's going to cost you yeah and you, you know you you can't get to work or you do have a you know something stressful with your family because I'm, there's a lot of external factors you got medical bills that you're struggling to pay absolutely and it's funny because you know the there's a saying in sports when somebody's hurt oh what oh he's just day to day but then we heard on on ESPN i think it was uh was it Keith Olbermann or Dan Patrick? There's like, you know, we're all day to day. But you think about it, and we really are. We really are day to day. That there are people out there that are dealing with the same exact stresses like you. But the hard thing is, Henry, like we have to go through our day, and sometimes we just have to suppress that, and we have to work. We have to work with. Do the it. best you can. You do the best you can do because the best you can. You, you can't, and it's hard because there are some people that that stress is there and they can't get past it it's like that's that hurdle that they can't they can't overcome that and hey, that's hard i thought about this earlier today and this is the whole like and this is the i'll say the privileged side that i have right this is the privileged life that i have is that i walked in earlier and i had stopped it cuz i didn't have time to like stop and really like get like a meal or grab something to eat so what did i do Really quickly, I hopped into Trader Joe's right down the street on Washington, grabbed me like a meal, whatever. Oh, that's your Trader Joe's bag? Yeah, that's my Trader Joe's bag. Good to know. All right, so I put something in the microwave, heated it up, and and, and you know what I said after that? Yeah. I'm like, damn, man, I'm still hungry, right? But that's when something clicked in my head. You know what I said? I said that's a very privileged thing to say or to think about because you know what? There's a kid, there's an adult, there's somebody, there's somebody that's hungry 24-7. Yeah. 24-7. And I just actually ate a meal, although, you look, I'm not full. What does it matter whether I'm full or not? You got a little protein in you. I got something. And, and you got something. When there's you- so, so many people out there that have nothing. Yeah. And, and I mean, there, there's always somebody out there, Henry, when we look at our position, because we can't relate to well maybe maybe some people can but i i guess you look at other people and you're like man they have it so much better than me and and part of that i feel is that unnecessary anxiety where we have a tendency to compare people but there's always cuz to to kind of think on the back. other way there's always somebody that has a worse yeah and i was going to tie it back together in that very way that there there are people that would love to have your job would love to have my job would yep. love to have our lives and there are people where we look at, we're like, man, they got it good. Yep. Yeah, we've, we just have to take care of each other yep. nowadays. And, and part of that is reflecting and taking a breath, but it's, it's hard to take a breath and reflect and keep yourself calm when you're going 24 hours a day just to survive. So my message to everybody out there, if you can, try to take a deep breath, remind yourself to love yourself, and tomorrow will be hopefully a better day than today. Uh, Next up here on the Lake Show, our first sports topic of the evening. It's only one thing I got to say. Bring on Bama next on the Lake Show. All right, I said bring on Bama. That's right. I know that we like to say that and have fun with it because everybody says that, right? I don't care what institution you love, you support, you're a fan of. Bring on Bama when we're talking college football. Well, actually, the University of Minnesota is going to bring on Bama. The University of Minnesota 
has added Alabama to its football schedule for the 2032-2033 season. Huntington Bank Stadium, September 18th. That's my birthday, 2032. And then the following year, on September the 17th, 2033, they will face the Crimson Tide at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The series will mark the second and third meetings between Minnesota and Alabama. The Gophers, in the only time that they ever locked locked, locked up on the football field, the Golden Gophers won 20-16 to in the 2004 Music City Bowl in Nashville. Mike Shula, by the way, was the head coach of the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide when that occurred. So you ask for it, you finally get it, bring on Bama. The fact that the Gophers were able to get a home-and-home with Bama, I think just shows you where this Gopher program is at. Because Bama can pick and choose whoever they want to have these home-and-home with, especially non-conference. Like, the Gophers... I don't feel maybe three, four years ago. That's a lot of respect there. That is a lot of respect from Alabama. I mean, they, the Gophers wouldn't have even been invited through the front door. But now they got a seat at the table with the big dog in, in Alabama. That should help recruiting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you say you got Bama, that's, I mean, I, it's, we hear, you know, you think of these marquee matchups. Bama, Ohio State, Bama, Michigan, you know, Bama, Wisconsin, and I know Wisconsin. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Like, all of these non-SEC schools, and you're like, Minnesota? I mean, this is a great get for that athletic department. Absolutely. I give them a ton of credit. And, yeah, you're right. It's, it's like, you know, you win. You barely squeak by, you know, South Dakota State in the non-conference. We want Bama. You know, you can say it for giggles, but guess what? Now we actually mean it. You, you got it, and you might not have Nick Saban because he's seventy. Nick oh no, Sa- Nick Saban will—he will no longer be the yeah, head coach. At I, I think it's still PJ Fleck. Most more than likely won't be here either. Yeah, you're getting. I don't know what Minnesota is going to look like in ten years. I can almost bet dollars to donuts that Alabama is still going to be a premier program. I don't know if the Gophers are going to, you know, fall back into mediocrity. But what do you mean? I, I, I mean, I don't know if the Being Gophers. Being a hater? No, I, I'm just trying to, you know, be realistic. Hate less. Huh? I hear you, Phyllis. You see? Yeah, I mean, Phyllis is excited. Phyllis is excited. Is so. Phyllis still with us? Phyllis with us. I don't know if Phyllis is with us. Phyllis. The woman that Phyllis wasn't that the, the Alabama the Alabama fan or Stan it's, I think it's Stan right Stan Stout whatever uh, no she's the she's the Alabama f- fan Phyllis right because um, oh gosh who was it uh, there was the guy that killed the trees yeah that wasn't him though no no that wasn't Phyllis Phyllis didn't kill the tree no no a, no that was a gentleman yeah that was that a ge- poisoned the trees Paul Feinbaum that's the show I think that she called into yeah, yeah. okay I couldn't remember the show that she called into but I had that I had that as soon as we started talking Bama that's the first thing I could think of is Phyllis from Moga from 
Volga? Molga. Molga. M-U-L-G-A. Ooh, that sounds like a town you want to be from. Molga, Alabama. Did she, but did, I, is she still with us? I, I don't know. Somebody hit me up on the text line if you know. 651-461-9226. I'm looking it up right now. You know it's from Volga? I can't, well, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know that it's true, like, if she's alive or, I hope she's still with us because I love her. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I mean, do you listen to Paul Feinbaum's show? No, I don't. But I love her, I just love her energy, man. Like, she loves Alabama yeah, football. She, she did. Um, You're not going to be able to find it. No. It'll uh, take a while. We'll have to do some investigative reporting and, and double back. Yeah, that was. Well, play, play, player, player uh, again. Player one more time. Yeah, with, with uh, Feinbaum. Put that right there. All right. Kiss my butt. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. the boat. That's what I'm talking about, Phyllis. Hey, this is what I'm asking you to do. Roll the boat versus Roll Tide. Mm. If Phyllis is alive, get her on the show for tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm not asking you. I am telling you. If she is alive, Uh get her on the show tomorrow. I want to have Phyllis on the show. We can talk about scheduling Alabama. What? What are you doing? What are you typing? I'm Googling. Googling what? I'm Googling Phyllis from Mulga. You can do that later tonight when you're trying to book her on the show if she's still alive. I have a computer in front of me, and I don't know if she's alive or dead. That's the reason why it's a question mark right now. Mm -hmm. That's part of what you need to get done if she's alive and well. Get her on the show tomorrow night. So why can't so why can't I start it now? Well, can't you start when we get into a commercial break? Well, if you're asking me a question, I want to try and give you the most relevant answer. Because I just like told I you that in ten seconds you're not going to be able to find out if she's alive or not. But I can. I start. literally just said that. But I can start. I can. St- I can start to find oh. out if she's alive or dead. Oh my gosh! You got to start that. You you can't trust the process until you start the process. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll take a look at the lo- uh, look at the lo- <laughs> take a look. <laughs> We'll take a look at the local weather. I wonder if Phyllis can get the weather. (laughs) She probably could. (laughs) And then after that, Devontae Adams, star wideout for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, He's in a little bit of hot water. We discuss it next year on the Lake Show. Las Vegas Raiders wideout, star wideout, Devontae Adams, one of the best in the National Football League. In some hot water. Last night, after losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, thirty to twenty-nine, as he's exiting the field, there was a photographer that was walking across his path, and Devonte Adams, out of frustration, out of being upset at the result of the game, pushed said photographer for no good reason at all, to the ground, stood there, looked at him, kept walking, and that was it. Devontae Adams took his frustration out on another human being, which should not happen. What occurred last night at Arrowhead Stadium never should have happened. It was unnecessary. The photographer was not attacking him. The photographer just happened to be in 
the same area as he was. And to me, Devontae Adams, I don't want to say he went out of his way to to try to start an altercation, but he pushed someone to the ground, and that's a no-no. So Devontae Adams, after the game, apologized for his actions. And the person, by the way, was a photographer. They were Crenshaw. They were, they were supposed to be on the field. They were carrying equipment. And Devontae Adams pushed this freelancer that was working the Monday Night Football game. Um, and he apologized in the postgame presser. Uh, let's take a listen to what Devontae Adams had to say. Before, before I answer anything else, I want to apologize to the guy. Some, some guy running off the field, and he ran. Uh, I jumped in front of me. We were coming off the field, and I bumped into him and kind of pushed him, and then he ended up on the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him running and, and literally just running in front of me. And that was shouldn't shouldn't have responded that way, but that's that's how I initially responded. So I want to apologize to him for that. All right, so that was what he had to say immediately in the locker room, and then he answered questions after that um, to the rest of the media members. 651-461-9226. What do you think should happen? What what do you think should be done with Devontae Adams, how the NFL should handle this? Because I am of the mindset that Devontae Adams – will be and should be fined. The suspension portion of it, I could take it or leave it. I mean, if they suspend him a game, so be it. Like, he shouldn't have done that. You don't put your hands on nobody. So so maybe they give him. I think they're not going to give him a game. But if they did give him a game, I could see that. And I would, I would have no issue with them giving him a one-game suspension. But definitely he's going to receive a fine and should receive a fine. But... If you have a take on it, 651-461-9226, what did you make of last night and what he did? It was completely over the line. And his apology, to me, I felt it made it worse. Hmm? Because the guy didn't jump out in front of him. Well, his recollection of it was was a little bit on the poor side. (laughs) It was on the poor side. yeah, I'll take things that didn't happen. The apology didn't make it worse, though. No. The, the, oh, I felt I felt it did. I felt it was completely disingenuous. Really? Yes. Yes. I feel like Devontae Adams, 100% disingenuous with that. How? He, he made it seem like it was this camera person's, this cameraman's fault. His re- recollection of what transpired right there in the tunnel is not accurate. We all saw the video. I also think that he was talking from the standpoint of in that exact moment, he was not mm-hmm. all there. He was not all with it. He was extremely upset, and he was venting, and so he saw it differently. So we saw it one way. He saw it another way, but I totally, I 100% disagree with you about it being disingenuous. Like, you don't, okay. you don't start a presser and say, before I get to anything else, before you guys even ask, you, like that's genuine. No, see, to, to to me, that's him trying to get ahead of it because he no, know, no. he knows that he's going to be asked about it. So here's him being able to get out in front of it that, and and how, you know address it and then try. How and move could you on. say that? We we do we don't see we don't see athletes do that ever. We tip it. We never see athletes say, 
Hey, I got to say this right now. Before any questions are asked to me, I just got to keep it real. I was in the wrong. I pushed the gentleman, and that should not have – like, to me, that's about as genuine as you're going to get. Right. Just because he said it doesn't mean that he meant it. But just because he said it doesn't, doesn't mean he doesn't mean it. Like, I'm supposed to try to get inside the mind and say – I'm not saying that he, that he 100% means it. Mm-hmm. I can't say counter to that, though. There, there's in, – in no – Constant fashion, in no solid fashion, can I look at last night and be like, Devontae Adams was in the right whatsoever. No the, one, the, no the, one is claiming that. I know, that. The, the action or, or the apology. But there's no one on earth that says that last night what he mm-hmm. said, he was being disingenuous when he started off talking to the media and apologized before anything else so, was said. So, so, okay, if that's the case, then... He should go back, look at what happened, realize that that gentleman, that cameraman, was just doing his job. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. Totally yeah. understand. In that exact moment but, when he apologized, he wasn't looking at videos. Right. But, yeah. But at that point, Devontae Adams, go back, look at it. Next time he talks to the media, you know what? I was wrong. That guy didn't jump out in front of me. That's all I Yeah, know. hopefully he will do that. Yeah, because he took some of the responsibility, but he didn't take all of it. And he needs to take all of the responsibility. Because Devontae Adams made it sound like, well, I pushed him, but this camera person was in my way. If this camera person Mm. didn't jump in front of me, I wouldn't have had to push him. I mean, I disagree with his assessment of it, but I don't think that in any way, shape, or form he was trying to displace any blame. I think that, I have to be honest, we hear athletes all the time talk about mistakes that they make. I don't view his apology last night as disingenuous in the least. Maybe you guys think differently. 651-461-9226. I actually, I think that Devontae Adams stepped up to the plate and he owned it. Now, 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 is his recollection of it the way that we saw it? I totally disagree with Devontae Adams in terms of his recollection. His recollection of it is different from what we saw and and he he's going to have to own that at some point in time. But I don't think that in any way, shape, or form did did he run from the issue or it come across like he didn't care. It came across like he was pretty genuine about that. Okay, and I, I look at it, maybe I'm just more cynical about it. Maybe I just look at him and I'm like, I don't really, I don't necessarily agree that in that moment, if he was really genuine, he wouldn't have said, hey, the cameraman, you know, he jumped out in front of me. So I, I pushed him. I shouldn't have pushed him, but he shouldn't have jumped out in front of me. Like before I'll say, but, but no, but he, there was no but though. His but was, but I shouldn't have responded like that. That's what he said. Now, 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 I, do I think that the cameraman jumped in front of him? No, no way the cameraman jumped in front of him. But his butt was, I shouldn't have done that. I was in the wrong, and I apologize to that cameraman. Let's go to Eric in North Branch. What's up, Eric? Yeah, I didn't see the game last night. Uh-huh. I didn't see the whole thing, but just listening to what you replayed his apology, it sounded genuine. It was the first thing he said. He's tired after a close game. He's probably frustrated with the loss. I thought I, you give him the benefit of the doubt, and you say, you know what? Okay. He apologized. It was the first thing he said, and move on. I'll, I'll explain that just to give you a little bit of context. Just a, just a little bit of context here, Eric. They're at the end of the game. They're trailing by one. They're driving and they're trying to get into field goal uh, range, right? 
because they had missed a two-point right. conversion to try, to try to take the lead. They ended up holding Kansas City to a, to a three and out. They get the ball back. They're driving. So on the second to the last play, they throw a sideline pass to him, and it looked in real time like he might have been able to get the, the two feet in, inbounds, but he didn't. He didn't have possession, and he didn't get two feet down. He got When he finally got possession of the football, he got one toe tap, not the second. So, so that's, okay. where, that's where it starts. He internally, it, it, they called it on the field a catch, and then they reversed it and said it's not a catch. And so he has to own that for him. That's play number one. Play number two, which is the final play of the game, right, is, is a play in which they're running a route, Hunter Renfro, his teammate, and him collide, and so the pass is thrown. They're nowhere near making the catch because they collide. They both fall down. Game over. He's exiting the field over with his teammates. He takes his helmet off. He slams it to the ground. So he's visibly frustrated. Team is one and four. He's upset. Of course, he should have reined himself in at that particular point. He's pissed off. He's upset. He's walking to the tunnel. Then you have the interaction, and then it goes to there. So the way that I just laid it out, I think, speaks to him generally losing his mind in the moment. And then when he got to the locker room, being a little bit calmer, him saying, let me take a deep breath. I was in the wrong. I, I just, to me, it was genuine to me. I, and I, everything that you just said, and that frustration, and for him to come off the field in that game, and the first thing he says is, you know, I'm, I'm irritated about it. He could have talked about the fact that he thought the call was wrong on the toe tap. He could have thought, you know, that Renfro, he could have been mad at the play. His first thing he said was, I apologize to the cameraman. Yep. I shouldn't have done that. Yes, he made a mistake in maybe where he was. I couldn't tell based on what the two years. Yeah. But he, the first thing he said was I'm, that. I'm with, you know, I'm, I'm with Chris that. on that. His recollection of it was off. Like, I'm with Chris on that. And everybody's seen the, the video by now. And, and you'll, you'll see it eventually if you, if you hop on Google or Twitter or whatever, Eric. And you'll be like, yeah, the, the guy really wasn't doing anything to him. So he was off there. But it's just one of those things. And, look, I've been in NFL locker rooms. I'm sure that Chris has too. Like, th- those guys – I kind of out there at the end of games, so so we can we can we can go. I've, I've been at Arrowhead a million times in the opposed. I've had I've had multiple seasons where I was assigned to the opposing team's locker room, and man, it gets That's heated. So to be at the end of a game of a lot. <laughs> exactly. Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. You bet. All right, Bye. that's that's Eric from North Ranch checking in here on the Lake Show. By the way, have you been in the? Have you ever been in the um, in the uh, the locker room at Arrowhead? No, I haven't. Oh, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like, when you go into the opposing, I've been in there for Jets. Okay. I've been in there for Pittsburgh. I've been in there for, I've been in there for you know, whoever right. the opposing team is. Because So, of the years that I was in Kansas City, half the time I'm in Chiefs or, or like, per year. Okay, so, sure. so, like, so, like, for instance, if it's 2022, there's not going to be a year where I'm doing both. Mm-hmm. It's I'm doing one or the other. Okay, so, you know you, so it's all it's all home yeah because or it's all be, road. because you're 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 trying to cover bases with different people in different hallways and stuff like that. So like one season, um, you know, hey, I got to go get Tomlin, and then after I go get Tomlin, I'm headed in the locker room and I got to hear what Big Ben's got to say. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. so I'm telling you right now, and you, I know that you've you've done this before. NFL <laughs> locker room, man, them dudes get frustrated. Yeah, it, it's it, you kind of gotta you, you gotta watch your P's and Q's because. <laughs> 
You, you never know. And be around a whole bunch of naked men standing there with, with yeah, I don't know various more... different degrees of, of, of clothing on. Yeah, I, I don't know what makes me more uncomfortable, the language or the nudity. <laughs> I, feel like it's a, I feel like it's a rated R situation. All right, hey, coming up next in a really short segment, I do want to, and, and this is, this will not shock any of you out there. I'm going to reveal to you the NFL player that I could not stand the most in post-game interview locker room situations. In all of my years of doing this, we'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. In all of my years of covering the National Football League and being in locker rooms, the, the athlete that I cannot stand the most of all the people that I've been around and stuck a mic in their face or stood next to, no one I stand more than, that I can't stand any more than Antonio Brown. It's not close. Antonio Brown sucks. Trash guy. Antonio Brown talks down to people. He thinks that the world revolves around him. That it's all about Antonio Brown. And this is not a one-time thing. This is being next to, stand, literally standing right next to him. The same way I'm standing next to this microphone. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is that guy. Like what you're seeing in terms of his life and him spiraling out of control right now, that's just who he is, man. I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Was it just his attitude? Was it the... Yeah. I, I mean, so he didn't say anything. It was just kind of the way... No, he, yeah, it is him yeah. saying, like, the way he talks to people. Like, he looks at you, and your life isn't worth anything to him, Chris. Sorry. You're not on his level. That's right. He's not on my fantasy team anymore, so I don't care. Yeah. The opposite of Antonio Brown is a great human being. One of the greatest. Daryl Thompson. Leader of Boulder Options, but also legendary former golfer. He joins us next here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 